Hi everyone, and welcome to the 25th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm here with Chura. Hello. Melissa. Hi. And Daryl. Salutations. And for this episode, and we still have no news updates on anything Kingdom Hearts related, we're we're going to instead walk you through an extensive review of the game that started it all, Kingdom Hearts. This is going to play out a lot more (laughs) like our um, Liveware Network series. So um, the outline will go as follows. We'll be taking a look at the story, the gameplay, presentation, and then taking a look at our own experiences with the game, closing with a few final comments. As always, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and presented by Gaming Union Network. It also comes out on the iTunes store, Kingdom Hearts Union, and Churro? kh2.co.uk Alright, Before so, we go on, uh, can I just say that this is probably the longest time in, in history that Nomura has gone without saying something. Oh, yeah. It is very true. Oh, yeah. I mean, was it been since January that we had, like, a whole bunch of news? Yeah, I think, well, he's been saying a few things about Dissidia, but nothing about Kingdom Hearts. Well, it just no. was released, so I don't blame him. Maybe he's all tuckered out. Uh-huh. Okay, but I really wish we had something. He's sleeping in his just hammock. Like you know, even, even if it's we have to wait till E three for news, that's just ridiculous. Exactly. Like I wonder how like a ton of the Kingdom Hearts websites are currently going about it. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no news. I mean, at least with uh, kh2.co.uk, you guys have a whole like guest blog series, which is going really yeah. well. It's oh, doing really so. well and uh, keeps us updated. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe his contract with Famitsu expired. Oh, Perhaps because no. you know Perhaps. he he used to do an interview at least every week with them. Yeah, yeah. that was I a joke. Called by the supervisor and was like, "No more interviews, yeah. please, please, no more <laughs> interviews." It's, it's just I don't even out of like control. Japanese journalists anymore. Oh, mm-hmm. hopefully, we'll, like we'll be able to play Kingdom Hearts uh, 3DS this year at. E3, oh yeah, it should perhaps. be there. I just think this whole yeah. thing's very ironic. We complain at what he does say, and then we complain when he says nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, like what do you want, want from me? <laughs> what do you want from me? Don't <laughs> start. <laughs> say, the, say the stuff that we wanted, want to hear. That's what we want. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like three. Give us three. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he refuses to. It's just under his hat. He just won't pull it out. Here's yep. a piece of string. I'm going to keep pulling it, and you will chase it forever. Like a good and Kingdom cat. Hearts 3 is somewhere at the end of the string, but you don't know Maybe. where it is. I'm not going to tell you. It might be, exactly. But you won't know unless you, unless you get to the end. <laughs> so I'll leave you hanging with all these cliffhangers and all these spin-offs for a couple more years. <sighs> Just as planned. Please, no. But anyway, this <sighs> is this uh, thing we start talking about the game that started all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That started all of us doing all this stuff and going pulling completely our hair out. crazy, pulling our hair out, all that jazz. I don't have any hair. Kingdom Hearts! Kingdom Yay! Hearts. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, basically, if you didn't know, it was developed by Square. Uh, this was actually in the in-between stages when it was uh, Squaresoft going into Square Enix. the last game they made. Yeah, I think I so, think too. So. Because it was like after Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Yeah, and Final Fantasy X, that wasn't that, that was, um... That was like a year after that Final was Fantasy That was Squaresoft. like 2000? Yep. Yeah. And it was, it was like just before Ten Part Two. Yeah, yeah, and that was the first Final Fantasy game that was Square, Square Enix. Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
that leads me into um, it was actually it was released in 2002 so yeah it was in between the stages I think Square Enix became Square Enix 2003 right Daryl? Yes when it was yes. re-released as uh, Greatest Hits it was released under as Square Enix whereas the original mm-hmm. game was released as Squaresoft Ah. Oh. Should we should we talk about how Kingdom Hearts came into existence? Yes. Uh, sure. Who wants to take that one? <laughs> Who knows the story? Okay. Chiro, why don't you do it? Go on, Chiro. <laughs> okay, okay. The, uh, the Kingdom Hearts began in development in February 2002. It was Shinji Hashimoto who had conceived the idea first when he met with the Disney executive in an elevator and this is uh, when both Square Enix and Disney were working in the same building in Japan and that's how it was a silly little conversation and now it evolved into something really big. I still think that <laughs> was, must, have, must have been amazing and be like it does seem hey like how, it was how's it going? Uh, it's going alright you know um, yeah, well, hey, you want to team up together. sometime and make yeah. a game? Pretty cool wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> like you know we're like three floors below you you know you can just come down hey, just, just hang out yeah. sometime Swap ideas. <laughs> or it's like somebody just took a pink can of Disney and then a pink can of uh, Final Fantasy and then just accidentally spilled both and just in the middle it's just... Oh, that makes a pretty... This looks great. Let's Ooh. call it Kingdom mess. Hearts. Let's <laughs> throw some zippers and, you know... Belts. belts in there and then big some big feet. And a giant key. Some ridiculous key. weapons. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's fascinating how it all started in an elevator. Like, yeah. it's just... Is it, you think like, about all these uh, like grand ideas and like you have all these uh, development studios that have to go and pitch these crazy presentations to publishers to try and get support, and these guys mm-hmm. were just like, "This would be pretty cool." Yeah. What were you gonna say, Chira? Uh, I was saying it's just it's just like a legendary thing to me, in my opinion, how this idea was conceived. It's just legendary. Yeah. It's the only way Nomura rolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just. And it turned out to be the one elevator. of the most successful PS2 <laughs> games ever. Yep. Tell them about that, Daryl. I just want to go to the elevator and just, like, ride in it and be like, wow, this is where it started. This is where it all started. They should have signed it. It's like there's people that go to the village in Africa to find out where Star Wars was filmed. Wow, really? It can become a tourist spot. The elevator where Kingdom Hearts was conceived. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it could be like the secret cave in Kingdom Hearts 1, the game that we're talking about. Yes. So yeah, this uh, as I was just saying, this was one of the most successful games on the PS2. It uh, sold 5.9 million copies, if you include the Final Mix and the Ultimate Hits version. Although apparently mm. it wasn't very well, it didn't really sell that well in Europe. Nope, Aww. only in America and Japan. Might probably be because um, Disney is so popular over here. That's true. Well, I mean, it's just it's not big in England. Like Disney is big. Sure, in well, sure. There's only there's only one Disney thing over here, and that's in France. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. It also, I can't remember if it's uh, Disney, Disney World or is it Disneyland? I remember you telling me there's. I think one it's Disneyland because the only Disney World is in Florida. Yeah. Yep, I believe so that's Disneyland the case. Paris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, um, I'm just going to give a quick description for those of you who might not be familiar with the Kingdom Hearts series. It's a good refresher. Here's anyway. a yeah, true. Or if you just haven't played the first game, um, basically. Kingdom Hearts was dedicated to a lot of firsts. It was Nomura's first game in a directorial position. It also became the first game to morph both Disney and Final Fantasy. 
Also, going off what Daryl was saying about how well it did with, um, well, how well it sold, uh, it came to be the ninth best-selling PS2 game of all time. So the story revolves around Sora, a boy who lives on Destiny Islands, who, for whatever reason, experiences odd dreams of slaying creatures of darkness, aka the Heartless, while wielding a massive key. Meanwhile, Sora, uh, Sora and his friends, Kairi and Riku, are making plans to leave Destiny Islands with hopes of exploring new worlds. It's not until his island is attacked with Riku and Kairi taken away that he leaves the island and starts his massive adventure between worlds unlike any he had ever known. Along the way, he meets up with quite a few notable Disney and Final Fantasy characters, most important of these, Donald and Goofy, who become Sora's primary fighting companions. As Sora searches for his friends, Donald and Goofy spend their time following orders from King Mickey, who said for them to follow the boy who carries the key. So, uh, what do you guys think? about the story do you think it stands test of time do you think people could still pick up this game and be like you know wow the story is really compelling oh of course definitely uh, why why well, do you have that opinion well i just think that like it is a good mixture of um square and disney for people who really are fans of both companies you know like it's sort of ah. I don't know, it's just a good balance, and it's an interesting story, and I think it doesn't grow old. It's just a great game. I think that, in comparison to the other Kingdom Hearts games, this is probably the easiest one to get into. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if you picked up one of the other the ones... Sor- the story is very simple to start off. Yeah, it's it's the... It, it's, well, it's obviously the game that started everything, duh. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah. Well, it's just a I nostalgic think, feeling of going yeah. to Disney World is oh, yeah. what captivates mm-hmm. you know the story you know, it's like wow I'm in this Disney World then you move on it's like wow it's not this classic Disney World too I mean what other mm-hmm. game can you really I mean obviously there's tons of games that are made by Disney for their films or whatever but in yeah. all those games you're just playing through the story you already know and you don't really feel like you're part of it whereas with Kingdom Hearts you were an outsider in a Disney World and you kind of had a um you, ma- you made an impact on what was actually going on in that world, well, and it yeah. was a story it that just, was completely unique. It's like it weaves Sora dream. into these Disney worlds and adds him into the actual plot line, basically. So going along with that, how do you guys feel about the incorporation of Final Fantasy? Like, we see a lot of, you know, uh, Disney worlds and Disney characters and Disney stories, but how do you feel like the Final Fantasy characters fit into this? I think Perfectly. it just appeals to the the, the higher age range for more like the teenagers because um, truthfully I got addicted to this game because of the Final Fantasy characters because I didn't think that the game would actually be too wouldn't be that great if just Disney you know by itself you know you have to have something in there that can balance both you know younger audiences and older audiences and I think Final Fantasy characters what incorporates that mixture well I mean it's a genius marketing scheme really because yeah. they knew how popular the Final Fantasy franchise was and they were like, well, we've got Disney and we've got Final Fantasy. This is going to be a complete winner. Well, and, like, I, I thought mean, that the Coliseum with all the Final Fantasy characters was pretty much one really big treat because, like, yeah. it was for people who knew these characters and were like, oh, I finally get to fight them and see how strong they are. <laughs> yeah, and, and, isn't that kind of weird? And you get the, the, I mean, the Coliseum was, was really the biggest place where you had interaction between the Disney and the Final Fantasy characters as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, with, like, oh, I remember when Cloud came on, I oh, was yeah. just like, wow, he looks really hot. <laughs> um, anyways, but yeah, uh-huh. 
Uh, it was it was really interesting to go from a different perspective because here's characters that you knew and loved from these games, but now they're outsiders as well. Or if you are me who got into Final Fantasy because of Kingdom Hearts. Really? I know that might sound. Yeah. I was playing it one time at one of my friends' house and she introduced me to it. I'm like, who are these characters? I'm like, oh, then maybe I should just go pick up Final Fantasy X. Who is so this guy who's brooding and has a scar on his face? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of interesting. You went right to Final Fantasy X, considering that um, Titus is like so. I, I feel like they really limited Titus and Waka in the game. Oh yeah, you know, like and they selfie. just make them little kids oh, and yeah, selfie and as well. Well, she was in the second one, but for a very short time. Squall is a uh, Squall and Squall, Eris, Yuffie, and uh, Cloud. Cloud, and that's mm-hmm. oh Sid was a bit. Sid was yes, yeah, Sid was helpful. Yeah. When I saw I mean, Squall the first time, I just literally screamed out my TV. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's Squall! Damn boy! He I, had such an epic opening, too. And then when he started attacking me, me, I'm like, why are you attacking me? What's he doing? Why is he doing that? Why are you doing that? <laughs> I thought I'm on your side. I thought his I name was Squall, not Leon. Leon. Did Leon. I mean? Leon. Whatever. 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 I remember, I actually went back, because the first time I played the game, I didn't think that you could actually beat him, and then I played it again, and I actually did get to beat him. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, because See? he just knocks you down. Yeah. So did any of you Did any of you guys try to beat him, or go back and beat him, or did you beat him the first time? Well, when I, I first know. realized I he was attacking me, so. it was too late. I died. I <laughs> lost to him. <laughs> the second playthrough, I got... When I realized much. what was going on, it was too late. Oh, no. <laughs> He's got me. Sounds like, like one of those dramatic TV gone. reenactions. Well, that's how it was. I mean, I didn't expect him to start like shooting fireballs at me and swinging at me. <laughs> that's yeah, you didn't expect him to be that hard or that, that fast, you know? I, th- yeah. I think for me, the, the biggest thing about the Final Fantasy characters being in the game was it was the first time we actually got to hear any of their voices. <gasps> yes. I mean, with the exception of Titus and Waka. Well, their voices were like for them as little kids, so. Yeah, so yeah they had different voice actors, actors didn't they? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, in general, like, these were characters that we really didn't know how they sounded uh, at and all. And especially the, the voice talent they got as well, like David Boreanaz for a school oh was gosh. just amazing. He's like awesome. And then Steve Burton I love that as man. Cloud. Yeah, Steve Burton as Cloud. He's been, he's been Cloud throughout the entire yep. thing, hasn't he? Yeah, the entire oh, yeah. time. Yeah. The, wait, the guy who played Sephiroth, wasn't that like Lance Bass or something? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he the guy he only had like battle noises, so it really didn't matter. I know. I know. I, I'm beginning to think that maybe he, he did have scenes, but they were just too embarrassed to put them in the game. Nah. I don't know. Well, he was promptly replaced <laughs> he, he for the next game. Them. He actually begged uh-huh. for a role. He wasn't offered a role. Oh, wow. So they just gave him Sephiroth? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, so you're going to go into the booth, and you're going to make a bunch of... Descend, heartless angel. Like, And those sound effects <laughs> will resonate in the minds of gamers for the rest of all, well, for all eternity. Yes, those were the best <laughs> battle noise grunts ever. Oh, yes. <laughs> but we won't call um, you back to do it for the second game. No. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get someone else. You know, you, you, you did a great job, and we don't want to. We don't want to ruin that. You can you can just stick to music or whatever it is you're doing these days. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think your like all-time favorite moment in the first Kingdom Hearts game is? Favorite moment is when um, Sora releases uh, his heart in Kairi's heart to awaken her and all the princesses. Oh. You mean in Hollow Bastion? Yes. I cried. Oh, so sweet. Hollow's actually for me as well. I think 
because this is kind of where everything came together mm-hmm. and it was like the first non-Disney world other than Travis Town yeah yeah and like it, it was like it the was first just, created world yeah it was just like, like a place full of discord and like the music was amazing and oh, yeah. uh, I just felt just that the like, platforming elements and everything yeah it was just the way everything worked and like because obviously when you're there you're trying to get the um, all the princesses together mm-hmm. and then you, and when you first other... come to that world you actually you know you start out with the wooden sword again yeah well, takes it from you that and moment that like, I just got so sad I was I'm just like really Donald and Goofy have deserted me you know but that's no, okay I'm with the beast you got beast but now that's okay yeah no that was that was actually my favorite bit about Hollow Bastion because Beauty and the Beast believe it or not is my favorite Disney movie like it of just all time has always it's always been my favorite I've always loved Belle I've always related to Belle completely and like I don't know just fighting alongside the beast and that being like the most epic area or world of like the whole game was just so great for me like I just I loved it I I I felt so bad for the beast though I had such sympathy for him because he was just so sad about losing He's Belle. Probably one of the most powerful party members too. Yeah, definitely. Well, he could run Simba? through walls. Well, oh, Simba! But that was Kingdom Hearts. That's Kingdom Hearts too. too. I don't care. Aww. I know. Daryl has love for Simba. I do. I have a Simba toy. No. <laughs> so do I. I have a Simba machine. Uh-huh. It was brought yeah. for me at university to keep me company on the dark days. Aww. Hmm. Should but, we talk um, about gameplay? Yeah, sure, yeah, let's move on. Summons and all that stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, so if you haven't played Kingdom Hearts One, um, it's much different to like Kingdom Hearts. What have you been doing all these years? (laughs) Well you've been under a rock. (laughs) It's much different to Kingdom Hearts One in that or Kingdom Hearts Two in that like there's not a lot of combos. It's very simplistic. You have like one button that does everything and you just go wah 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 and that's pretty much it. Um and also you just have the key. Whereas they upgraded it a lot in Kingdom Hearts 2. But uh what do you guys think care about, about this? Mm-hmm. I thought it was what great. do you guys what oh, do you yeah. guys think about this gameplay? Was, I like how you can simple. just mix different it was simple yet it was simple and clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great how we're already referencing the song. Sorry, yeah. I couldn't. I, as soon as you said it, I, I just couldn't hold myself back. I think about, I thought about saying it, but I left it to you, Daryl. Thanks. I just, mm. I love how it's. Yeah, I love how it's so simple. Like it really is just. It, it doesn't matter to me that you know, it's so simple. Like it just doesn't have any of those bells and whistles that make like God of War, God of War, and all that stuff. It's just something mm-hmm. that can be accessed through all people. It's like yeah. one of those gameplay styles that just can be used by everybody. Kids, adults, everybody. I think oh, the thing know? for me that made it uh, great as well was just using magic and spells was so simple. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If you want to do a it's fire just, spell, all you have to do is you just look press, through a list and press the button. Yeah, you just press the button mm-hmm. and it will just fire that fireball <laughs> out the end of his keyblade like he really means it. Shop. <laughs> awesome. What did you guys think about the summons? Because you know how in like the Final Fantasy series, summons were a pretty big thing, at least from like um, I never used the them. beginning to like recently. Tinkerbell summons but... saved my life. I, oh. ne- I never <laughs> used any of them. Really? Yeah. I used Simba a whole lot. I used Tinkerbell because she gave a like a re-race type, a second chance type of spell. When you actually were defeated, she would restore your life back to a little bit, then she would disappear. So it kind of gave Aww. you like an extra chance. I really liked um. Who did I like? I liked Bambi. Bambi. Because how did I know you were gonna say Bambi? 
Why? I liked Bambi because he filled up your mana. Like uh, there was that one battle. Yeah, there was that one. Yeah, I did use some. Uh, I did use Bambi for that because he, he gave you mm -hmm. better items and stuff, didn't he? Yeah, I think he doesn't. He just give you like those MP bubbles and prances around for a while. Mm -hmm, but I think I think he might give you items as well. I think I, it's I, random. I, yeah. I thought, it was, I thought it was like a treasure hunter. It's like like money, MP balls, HP mm -hmm. balls, and then, and then items. Yeah, I remember seeing beach yeah. balls. Beach <laughs> balls. Yeah. But yeah, those items did kind of look like beach balls. <laughs> but I, I really liked... Um, <laughs> I really liked that... Like uh, I, I used that primarily in the Monstro... Uh, boss battle mm -hmm. where you had that guy who oh, pretty much monstro, eats Pinocchio. Don't remind me. I know. Oh, I know. Please, I, know. I got. That lost. has to be one of the most so hated areas times. in gaming history. <laughs> I just the level design in Monstro was so infuriating. I didn't like. It was. I didn't like um the jungle either. Deep jungle. Oh, it was really? so like plain. There wasn't much to it. Do you not like I swinging really between like... the trees? Well, it was that was fun, but I don't know. It was just like. Uh, I just didn't like the story. I, I really did not like In the Jungle. I feel like it could have done yeah. been done a lot better. It just seemed mm -hmm. really like disconnected. Oh yeah, because like it's the end of uh, you have like Clayton oh, and Clayton's yeah, being Clayton a, a meanie pants. That's an awesome boss fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, that yeah. is with the lizard. Oh my gosh, that thing that was, scared that was the heck hard, out of me. But it was like rewarding in the end. <laughs> Definitely. And I love the but fact I that love... they had that little camp. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was I wasn't. Cute. I wasn't a big fan of Alice in Wonderland World. I just. Uh, oh really? Oh yeah. I just didn't like it too much. What didn't you know, like the music about it? Can get pretty annoying there. Yeah. It's just like going to like diff when you go about the different like the room how it keeps changing its directions and stuff. It's just I always yeah. had to keep falling down and going back. Oh the yeah, forest, yeah. That used to confuse the heck out of me. That's all the Cheshire Cat's fault. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. wants to see us suffer. Yeah, exactly. Well, that that area actually kind of creeped me out too. Oh, really? Yeah, like um, the one part where you just go to where the tea party is, mm -hmm. and then um, like if you sit on the wrong chair, like all of a sudden heartless just come out at oh. you, and you're just like, whoa, I don't want to deal with this right now. I, I actually like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, I thought that was one of the best designed of the Disney oh, yeah. world. Oh, wasn't it? Halloween Town. That's pretty. I really like that. Also, a there's a, a little story about that as well because when I first really, I think it was when I first heard about the game, I was playing at, a, at a, an expo, like a public expo, and it was the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Sora was all kitted out in his little get up. And that I was, was like, actually... what, the, what is this? What like, is I, this game? I know the name Kingdom Hearts roughly, but I have no idea what I'm playing right now. You were like, that what's was actually what's the... this? <laughs> the one world that I was really, really excited for when I first heard about um, Kingdom Hearts, like, they didn't really, of course, they couldn't really advertise Beauty and the Beast because that didn't really have a world set to itself, but Night Before Christmas, I just kept seeing Jack, and I was just like, oh my gosh, it's a game with freaking Jack Skellington in it, this has to be amazing, and I just started freaking out because I love Night Before Christmas. It's like my favorite movie of all time. And yeah, no, that was that was the one world that I was really excited for. Boogie Boogie was a pretty good fun, mm -hmm. uh, boss fight as well. He's so funny. Oh yeah, I that was him. so much fun. What are, what are your guys' like favorite worlds? Like if you had to just say that one world was just the best out of all of them. I know I've said Night Before Christmas and Daryl, Hello you Bastion. said Hello Bastion. But it's a... Uh... Neverland because you can fly. Oh yeah. Aww. 
What about Winnie the Pooh? I don't know. Oh, Winnie the Pooh. So, it was cute, but it wasn't Fun like fact, a world where you could fight This will get me stalked, I'm sure, but I actually live quite close to where Winnie the Pooh originated from. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's but uh, going with uh, what Churro was saying, I I feel like I love I loved the Neverland um, world because so much happened there, didn't it? Yeah, that's where mm -hmm. everything started picking up right before Halabastion. Mm -hmm. That's where you know you you see Kai for the first time, you know, in a long time, and then that's when Sora yeah. starts having his doubts about everything, and then Peter Pan mm -hmm. said, tell him that too. You know, Come on, to sort, sort it out. You gotta believe. I remember. Yeah. Wait, I seem to remember. I don't know if you guys, um, you know, in Hook's ship at the back, isn't there like an mm. awkward fight in the back of that? Is it against? I think Hook? that like Sora fell down, and then like he's like, I can fly. Yeah, that's when he was on the plank because Wait. they were holding up. Um, I just remember being stuck in a room at the back of that ship, and I was yeah, some yeah. annoying enemies. And I also remember the flying parts were pretty annoying. Mm -hmm. well, that was one of the uh, Atlantica swimming thing. Like <laughs> but I liked that word. It was it was fun. To it had swim. funky music though. It did. And it had Sebastian. I wasn't about the music though. <laughs> just the controls on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the controls. Ursula yeah. was horrible. Yeah. <sighs> Which one? Ursula oh, Ursula? Fight. Oh, God. Yeah. Help. Oh, my gosh. But my favorite boss fight, well, the one that excited me the most was um, the, uh, oh, what's his name? He's on the top of the mountain. It's that uh, music in Fantasia. Oh, Chernobog. Oh, Chernobog. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was so surprised when I saw him. I was just like, that this is so cool. cool. I was expecting that to be super hard, but it Fangazo. wasn't. Fangazo. No, it wasn't. Fangazo. Do you guys have a favorite boss? Is uh, the unknown from the final mix version? Oh, oh we're getting we're got, we're, do, we're going down that road, are we? The uh. final mix <laughs> version, all us elitists. Wasn't that, was that not Lark scene? What? No, was I think Lark that was Zemnas. Zemnas? Okay. Zemnas, but you didn't know it back then. But it's just like <gasps> this weird new boss that you didn't know who he was, and his attacks were pretty crazy. You know, he can lock your controls until you break free from it, and like you just kept attacking you everywhere. A bit like Terra in Kingdom Hearts 2, isn't it? Yeah, but Terra Terra's more annoying. Yeah. Well of course, since he's like in the second the second installment, so obviously they had to be like, Oh no, we're going to make everything even harder. But um yeah, so uh I guess we'll move on to presentation. Uh anybody have any uh closing comments for gameplay? Um I think so. No? Okay. Okay. Well, we'll move on to presentation. So, um, music and sound. What did you guys think of the soundtrack? Like, I'll, did I'll you go, find I'll, it annoying? I'll, I'll hold my tongue here for a bit. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yoko <laughs> did a good job of uh, composing, you know, you know, the sounds from the Disney worlds into a video mm -hmm. game. She just did a wonderful, fantastic job of it. I mean, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like a lot on her shoulders, especially when you got to compose music for Disney worlds, and she did a really good job. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. I felt like I really, um, the one track that I really loved in this game was Dastati. Like, whenever that would play, it was just so pretty. I loved it as but, um, the, the background music for uh, End of the World, the bad music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in the Jump Festa uh, trailer, wasn't that, that was, they played Dastati in that, and I was just like, wow, that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, Dastati is usually like their trailer type music, no, so it's really it's popular. Yeah. Or Diddy, beloved. Oh, oh, yeah, that too. 
But uh, what did you guys think, like, what were some of your favorite tracks, more, like, notable tracks throughout the worlds? Probably the one from Hollow Bastion. Hollow Bastion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hollow Bastion. Because I'm going to have to go against Chiro a little bit. And uh, I don't think that Yoko... Well, it's still it, she just redid did a uh, Denny Elfman's version to the Kingdom Hearts yeah. version, but so it's I, not really her work though. So if I had to choose something that she did, it probably you can choose made. Disney ones. Mm-hmm. If you want to choose Under the Sea, no one's gonna hold it against you. No. I love the, I love Under the Sea, so I'm gonna choose that. Everyone one. loves Under the Sea. <laughs> it's so much fun. I just I just don't think that uh yeah I'm gonna disagree with you a bit here, Chiro, but I, I don't think that she did a that good a job with the Disney tracks I think that the tracks that she composed specifically for the game were a lot better because yeah. I just felt that with the Disney ones um, generally when you heard them in the films they were using like a full orchestra or something like that and then with the Kingdom Hearts ones she had to use synths which weren't overly great and mm-hmm. I, I felt that it, for a lot of them the magic was lost yeah mm-hmm. definitely like Alan Menken's music from Aladdin it's just like I don't even think they really used an Aladdin theme in Aladdin like some no, of them they I just think they so. just yeah they just created kind of her own based off the movie yeah yeah and based off of like the world mm-hmm. uh, the one track I actually really liked and this is kind of going against what I said before about um the jungle one being like my least favorite deep jungle um, <laughs> deep jungle that's it <laughs> Uh, I actually really liked the boss theme in oh, that one. Oh, yeah, Because it was like... And it was just... I don't know. Something about it just made me so happy. And I was just like, ooh, this is fun. I think I that was one like of the first times you heard that version, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is, Darryl's, but... I okay, okay. Daryl said that the original track that she used, I think my favorite was Night of Fate. The one that comes off when the island gets attacked. And it's just so intense and get your blood going whenever i think of kingdom hearts the first track i always think of in my mind is the gummy music (laughs) 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 and then it always goes to the starty and then dearly beloved and then hikari which i think that was really crazy because um obviously final fantasy have been known for vocal tracks and then they had like Mm -hmm. this techno music at the start of kingdom hearts which has got to be (laughs) one of the weirdest introductions to a game ever that opening so cutscene cool, makes no it sense pretty. whatsoever. It wasn't, like, weird. It's just fun. It's, it's artistic. Yeah. It's a great opening. I know. I mean, it was something so different from up. like Final Fantasy, whereas the CG is at the end with the theme, you know, from yeah. Seven on. And it. But really, can you make much sense out of Liberi Fatali? No. No, but it was <laughs> still amazing. See? Oh yeah, that one too. That was at the beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, that wasn't really the theme. That, no, um, that was, it was just more so between the... Score and Sifa. Yeah, thing. but then it's like a bunch of random scenes within that you don't even know about yet. True, yeah. true. <laughs> and also, the Kingdom Hearts the- vocal theme did create one of the biggest fan war debates of all time about which is better, the Japanese or the English. Oh, I can yeah. Well, because the uh, English for uh, well, Hutada can exactly translate it word, word for word, so she had to redo the entire lyrics for Seven Point Clean. Yeah, I actually like this is the one argument where I just feel like both tracks are are good. Like mm-hmm. I love both of them equally. No, there cannot like, be parity. Well, I am it's making not a parody. parody. It's a, I, I would say it's a different song with the same melody. But you can't like, I mean, it's yeah, just I mean, depends why they have to. I believe, I believe that Ikari really fits with the theme more than Seppon Oh, okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. Someone's got balls. Well, it fits with the it fits with the orchestral version, 
Well, the orchestral version is Hikari, like the one that plays um, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you don't uh, press press start right away, like mm -hmm. that little trailer opening thing. Yeah, I like how they do that, whereas in Birth by Sleep and Recoded, they just go right into the They're opening. They're not main games, come on. I know, I just don't <laughs> like that. I do like the orchestra themes. Oh yes, Tokyo. When the themes are, are you know, full-on um, produced, they're really, really pretty. I mean, bottom line for me, the soundtrack, it has a ton of memorable tracks, but it also has a ton of tracks that you'll probably never want to listen to again in your life. Repetitive. <laughs> so what did you guys think about the voice acting? I honestly thought it was really good. I think it was really well done. David Boreanaz. Well, yes. Well, because there was an <laughs> all-star Disney cast. Yeah. M and Mandy Moore as Eris. Yeah, and they all Riku. Yeah. Hayden Pattinier as Kyrie. Billy Zane as Ansem. It's crazy that the the amount of money they spent just to. I suppose it was Disney, wasn't it? So Disney were like, yeah, let's just throw loads of money in here. Let's get all these big name stars in this. I really yeah. like it that they try to keep as many original Disney voice actors and actresses. Oh yeah, all the yeah. Disney ones were made the same as well. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Oh, I think that was so sweet. I was just like. This is so amazing. Like, especially when Aladdin was the same person. When I heard that, I was just like so happy. When I heard his voice, I was just like, "Wow, you the don't genie. sound fake at all." The genie wasn't the I same know. person, though. He no, sounded that was really sad. I think they had different voice actors really for the uh, for the sequels, though. For the they Aladdin might have. Oh yeah, yeah. They they couldn't retain the most of the the non Disney characters. Yeah. Because yeah. well, there was tension between Robin Williams and Disney at the time, so and it was Robin yeah. Williams' busy schedule, so they got Dan Castanella for both for all the Kingdom Hearts series. And he did a really, he did really a really good, good job. Mm -hmm. yeah. And same with like Richard Epcar as Ansem. I thought that he did a pretty good job. I thought he did a really good job with um, making the switch, you mm -hmm. know. And now he's like uh, the huge definitely. one. Definitely. Oh yes. But um, uh, yeah, no, like I. Th My favorite was Kevin Page as Oogie Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was so good. Don't forget James Wood. James. I love oh, that. Oh, James Wood. Hades. They can't get anybody else for that role. Like they just can't. They're not allowed. He's so evil. I mean, like, and Phil so as well. Gosh, Phil, yeah. And, and he's evil and he's perfect. James Woods, that man, his voice. Oh, I love it. I love everything. He needs to live yes. forever. Okay, <laughs> I'll stop. Um, um, okay. <laughs> so. Uh, moving on, uh, the art style. What did you guys think of this? It's very Nomura. It's and Nomura and Disney. So it's like um, big feet and big uh, lots of belts and zippers. Well, yeah. it's weird that you say it's very Nomura because at the time we didn't know what Nomura was. Yeah. Well, we kind of did. If well, only like if you, if you paid attention to like the character, if you paid attention to like the character designs for the Final Fantasies when Nomura was part character of it. design, yes, but like world mm -hmm. design and stuff. World designs definitely no, like those were entirely different. And I mean, even the characters a bit. I mean, you, you look at Ten, obviously, would be the biggest comparison. Ten mm -hmm. and Kingdom Hearts. I mean, the way he even redesigned mm -hmm. Titus and Waka, you can still tell it's the same character, but. Yeah. I mean, Sora originally would look like a lion. Originally, too. Yeah, yeah, that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. They were going to make him look like a lion. Maybe I'm a lion. Maybe I'm a lion. School had a few words with him. It was like, you can't steal me. Nah. No, no, no. And yes, the Keyblade originally thing. was a chainsaw type weapon. What? That's so oh weird. Gosh. You're stealing Edgar's so thing. I mean, what? <laughs> Eminem stole Imagine that too. Imagine what it would have been like 
it would have been so weird. And especially like going to the Lion King world, like they wouldn't would they make just make him a full lion? Sup. That's really weird. I could not see that. You're some oh, you weird to... looking man lion. The Lion King what is the is that? favorite Disney world. <laughs> and Simba's his favorite Disney character. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> loved it. Lion King. That's why they should bring it back for Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, they really should. That was that was a really good world. I just loved how fast he could run. So oh, yes. much fun. Prancing. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Um, so, based on what the game has to offer, would you re- recommend it to current gamers? Yes, it's a very mm-hmm. classic piece that everyone should enjoy and play in at least once world. in their life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, it's on the PS2, which is like the best system I've ever owned. Is it, it's, it's not on PSN, favorite. is it? No, 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 it's not. It should no. be though. Everybody like, wants someone to actually a full blown HD remake. They should everybody make wants to just like Melissa said. Two. Everybody wants a full HD remake of one, two, oh, Chain of Memories it, and all that on it. It'd be so awesome if they did that. Yeah, I know. Chain of Memories in there too. I mean, how much would you pay for something like that? Like what? One million. Thirty bucks. Tree fifty. <laughs> one million dollars. <laughs> too fifty. <laughs> Nine thousand. US dollars. So, in case if they do have HD remakes, we want, we would definitely recommend it to everybody. If they could bring it up to date and and make it very relevant today, I think yeah, that would improve the graphics. I think it would sell like hotcakes. And especially with with 10 year anniversary coming next year too. Yeah. I see it. That should be so Square Enix, that's what you should do for your 10th anniversary. Yeah, to make up not coming out with Kingdom Hearts 3. Just do that. Do the HD remake and then we will gladly buy it because you know what? PS3s aren't backwards compatible. Uh Who'd have thunk? (laughs) So, Only if you're um, very lucky and have those older ones. I did yeah. have one that it broke. Sad day. It was a very sad day. Oh, it was. Uh-huh. But anyways, moving on to our last topic, which will be experience. Uh, what kept you guys hooked all this time? Like, what keeps you with the series? What keeps you with the game? What Disney Spence. worlds we're going to explore next? What Disney worlds we're going to explore next? I don't know. I'm, I'm looking to see if it actually is Hunchback of Notre Dame in 3DS. I bet it is. I bet I it really is. I really is. hope so. He did promise us new worlds, so hopefully That he was a promise. great movie. Mm. That'll be the only one. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're just going to add Hunchback and repeats of other games worlds okay <laughs> again we're cool, again yeah. we're gonna do Go that uh, cool okay oh sorry no i i am excited to see what uh what he does with it i'm also excited to see where the story goes like i was just about to say yeah. this this, so, this story is so crazy and right yeah. so you can understand what's happened know. so far well, i he's guess got, he's got uh, one but, more title before that this current storyline ends so See, but I like, not it makes no sense. Like, th- the resolution is going to be so weird, and you know it's going to be weird. But I guess it, that's uh-huh. why you want to find out what's going. It's already weird already, <laughs> so you know it's uh-huh. just going to get even weirder. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that the Birth by Sleep Volume Two is just going to make it even weirder. I mean, it just seems yeah. like there's so many hidden mysteries that are going to be in that. So many things they still have to reveal yeah. to us. Apparently, yeah. there's a lot. I mean, like. I've, I think I've said in the past that they should go over the how the organization members became nobodies because they really did yeah. cover I that. Just, I just find it extremely hard to believe that Nomura had all this in his head when he first made it. Yeah. It's impossible. Wow. I mean, come on. 
I, I bet that after King, like, when they made Kingdom Hearts, the story was so simple because he didn't really have a plan for it. Because yeah. I, well, I, I didn't I know probably, it was going to sell well, though. Exactly. He had no yeah. idea. I mean, most of and it's then, already there for him with the Disney stuff. So. Yeah, and then, and then when they were like, I guess with Kingdom Hearts 2, they felt they, need, they needed to make it less about Final Fantasy, less about Disney, and kind of more about the Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts as so. As yeah. its own. Uh-huh. Mm, so they were like, okay. right, how can we do this? Let's make it as crazy as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they just—they're just slowly separating themselves it's from like we'll forget the original. This game is made for like teenagers, and we're gonna <laughs> make it so that you need a PhD to understand how complicated <laughs> the story is. <laughs> Gotta know about the yes. human mind and what these heartless are. Hmm. No, more like Namora's mind. Step inside the brain. Of Namora doesn't have a mind. He has six. Uh, he has six minds, and they all actively think at he the has same six time. Minds. So Mars these other people are part of his mind? Yeah. I don't know. This is... And they were all conceived by Lady Gaga. Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> don't even go there. <laughs> that, that video. <laughs> yeah, God. the Born This Way video. Anyways, so now I'm afraid that we have reached our outro. It was lovely going back to this, though. I really liked going back so to Kingdom Hearts. nostalgic. I know. I really want to go back and play it now. I'm honestly surprised I can still remember so much about the game because I haven't played yeah. it for about eight years. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that just goes to show you how memorable it is. <laughs> how much of an impact it made on my life. Oh, look at you. Okay, we'll stop. We'll stop. We'll stop now before Daryl starts crying buckets and It's too tears. late. Oh. Too late. Oh, I'm sorry. I already started. done it. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm gonna have to go and hug my Hopefully. Simba. Simba now. Oh. I need his moral support. Come here, Simba. Give <laughs> Daryl a hug. <laughs> Hopefully, there will be news by the next time we have yes. another Kingdom Hearts Union podcast, and there will be no tears. It's actually scheduled for the fifth of no, uh, the fifth, um, the fifth of November. Fifth of November. Yes. Yeah, the fifth of November. It's actually scheduled for the fifth of April. I can't believe we're already in April, though. It's really we're weird. We're not. We're in March at the moment. Yeah. But if you're watching... You know what I mean. I know. We're going to jump into November where there's turkeys and Welcome to Kingdom Hearts Union, the podcast where we thoroughly enjoy, <laughs> thoroughly endorse time travel. Yay! <laughs> DeLorean. Woo! Okay. <laughs> you can subscribe to Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy Union on the iTunes store. Just search Kingdom Hearts... And we are number one. number one. And of course, you can catch every episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. Um, and of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com along with our Kingdom Hearts news coverage when we have them. <sighs> you can also Come catch on, our show Nibura. at. Come on. <laughs> you can also catch our show at Churro. Kichu.co.uk. All right, uh, you guys all want to say your goodbyes? No, I want to make a pact first with Churro. And Lauren, at this year's E3, we are hunting Namura down, tying him in a chair, and making him answer our questions. Do it. Okay. Do it. I I agree. We'll do it. I'll be here rooting you. And this time, if Square Enix tell me that he's not there and I blatantly know he is, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit someone. He is. We just have to try harder. We're gonna have to go through the security. We're going to have to pay some people. You know that secretly the uh, the guy who's cosplaying as Sora is a, a ninja assassin. No, the guy cosplaying as Sora is Nomura. He's, he just won't. <laughs> <laughs> He's inside a statue. 
Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny if he actually showed up like that. <laughs> if he showed up dressed up as Sora. Hi uh, guys! Hi, Hi guys, I'm Sora, but I'm really Nomura. What? It's <laughs> mind blowing. Sora is everybody. <gasps> but nobody guys. at the same time. Yes. We, gotta say we gotta say goodbye. Yeah, come on. But what, come on. Right, whatever. Goodbye. Why do I say goodbye? How do I say goodbye? But I don't want. You say, you say farewell. Goodbye. Okay. Farewell. farewell. I'll be listening. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. And I am Lauren saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.